so I did see an interesting article I came across today that I could share. We want to pause for silence. Yeah, no need. We, we keep this. Back pain. Man injects 18 doses of semen into his arm to cure back pain, ends up in the hospital. What kind of semen? His own. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so how did he manage there to There were no medical years? records in history <laughs> of semen ever curing back pain when taken intravenously. That's something he learned in jail. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did? This lump on his arm. Apparently, this caused some type of bacterial infection into his arm. He was injecting it in the same place. That sounds like something a predator would say. Um, no disrespect to all our viewers, but I'm just going to make a disclaimer. I'm going to go out on the limb and say that was a white man. Yes, yes, yes. Things yes. that white people do um, sometimes. He went and got a hypodermic needle online and. I mean, it's not like some ancient. Got his home grown yeah, like, jizz. What would make you think jizz? And, and not for nothing, you disgusting piece of ish. Like, you literally was just whacking off and just popping it like in a jar. Like, and just That's saving it. Like, he's just saving, saving and storing this, man. To like, your arm. arm. So you whacked off, put it in back. a jar, and then to cure your back. Why? Yeah. What? And where did you get that idea from? That's the thing. Like, there's no documentation. There's nothing even on the internet that I'm sure you would read and say, like, yeah, scientists yeah. have shown oh, that right. semen right. fix back issues. No, yeah. that was just something you concocted in your head. Like, yeah, right. and yeah. So, so if your arm is like, <laughs> you got the sperm no. arm, then go ahead, dog. You got the sperm arm. He got a Popeye joint, like one joint bigger than the other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Go but ahead. To, to, there's really no wise way, but to go so far as to get a hypodermic needle and think that injected it in your arm is going to help you. Mental illness, man. Yeah, so yeah, he, he, you on to something there, man. He might yeah. need to get mental checked. Mental illness is real in, in the world right now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, really because you know it wasn't something spontaneous. He hadn't been thinking about it. Hey, for he a while. did it eight once a month. How much was? What's wait, the injection wait, wait. size? Uh, I don't know that I saw How many the injections of uh, jizz. Yeah, well, he did it. Listen, dog, he, he did it on his own, so there's no telling. Right. You to know the, how just much. A fact. Like, like, every month to... for 18 months. Every month for 18. Eight, every okay. month for 18 months. Okay, so it's not really about him storing it up, putting it on ice. He said, or maybe, maybe one day. What, what do you mean? Saying? That makes no sense. You waited 18 months to get a get a plethora of jizz like me. That's like no, no, no. He did it every month for 18 months. Yeah, so for a year and a half each month. Oh, wait, hold on. I'll get with you guys in later. I got to shoot some nothing on. It's that time yeah. of the month for me. Yeah, <laughs> year and a half. And he got an infection, you said. As he should. Yeah. And he might fuck around and die from it. All right? Yeah, yeah. Injecting fuck. his own semen. Sperm goes using out. Using a hypodermic needle. He goes out into the world line. for kids and whatever else. But it goes around out. Around time he It doesn't come back in. Three doses. You don't take it out and then inject it back in you. All right, well, you don't recycle your own shit. If you have back pain, you know, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my man uh, Chappelle said back on uh, the swollen region grew. Go get a bacchiana. <laughs> go get a bacchiana. Yeah, right? Swollen Top region grew <laughs> around an area on his arm where he had injected semen. The next ray revealed an area of trapped air beneath the man's skin. The doctors immediately hospitalized the patient, treating him with an intravenous antimicrobial therapy. Yeah, because uh, if you get air in your blood it can kill you, right? Exactly. I think so. And you don't know, you're not, you're not a doctor. 
You don't know what you're doing and how you like, dude. What is wrong with you? And you did it for 18 months. You got pretty lucky. The doctors re uh, performed a search of the medical literature and beyond, revealing not a single case of intravenous semen injection for back. No, like that was just yeah. you're an idiot. Somebody and that's that's it. it. Although. <clears throat> there is a report of the effects of subcutaneous semen injections into rats and rabbits. There were no cases of intravenous semen injections so unless he, found yeah. across the literature. Unless so, he was a snitch, then he could be a rat. You know, right? And he wanted to inject himself. But other than that, I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. You're the, yeah. 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 Dickhead of the week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Definitely. Right. We we, 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 we give that to him. Definitely. Well, he's in the running. It's a couple people in the running for that this week. You got sperm arm. You got, you know, fast food Donnie. And then you got the aura. Yeah, we can talk about that guy there in that whole documentary. The aura. I mean, like, every time I'm scrolling through my channel guide and I go past Lifetime, that shit is on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They are just trying to get every remaining rating. I watch bits and pieces of it. Like, I didn't, like, sit down and go for episode to episode. Cause uh, yeah. If I, if, I can say, if I can say, you get a chance, throw something up, and, uh, yeah. Sit back. Oh, what are they gonna tell me down there? You know, no, he's lying. Back. Like, I, no, I mean, yeah, but it's really... a, but it's depths, but it's depths. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I get it. But, yeah, I'm like, saying it's, it's definitely depths and levels to it, man. Like, what was the most alarming, surprising thing that you guys learned from from watching? That first of all, he, you know, originally we already knew about the underage thing with him, and you know, mm -hmm. even from our era, because we grew up through his era. You know what I'm saying? When he blew up and had all these hits, and we was grooving to him all like that. We grew up through the PP era. All right, we, we as young kids, we halfway swept that under the rug because we ain't know no better, and we was all in tune to the music. Fair enough. But I thought after the man got through that trial and he was uh, not guilty that, I don't know, a light bulb would go off like, I need to chill mm -hmm. on just how I'm operating with these chicks and deal with older women and play that game however I need to. But to find out that it, it got worse, you know what I'm saying? And that he has pretty much like chicks in like, you might as well say luxury dungeons, basically how they're living, you know what I'm saying, was pretty disheartening to know that there's people that there are parents out here that haven't seen their kids mm -hmm. for two, three years because they didn't got sucked in under the R's, you know, mind control. Is just it was just wild, man. And you know what I'm saying? Of course you don't believe everything you say you see out there, but it's reoccurring, dog. It was just reoccurring. It was like chick after chick, and we talking about up until today. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's where it was just like, damn, dog. Like, I had to remove songs from my play. I had, I ain't gonna hold, I still had plenty of songs from R. Kelly in my little smooth groove playlist. I had to remove them Jones, man. Like, I just was like, ah, oh, man, I can't even right now, dog. I, like, got, a, I got a sleeves, uh, set it off, strokeable CD around here somewhere. 
And R. Kelly was prevalent in them joints. You know what I'm saying? And Kelly was prevalent in them joints, man. But no, I can't even. You know what I'm saying? No, man. The struggle was just the real. Yeah, listen, dog. But yeah, I mean, I had been. Thank you. A proponent of taking when I hear him on the radio just hitting a button for years now, and, and th everything that you said I've read, you know, within the last few years as these stories have come out, it's good that the series came out just to mm -hmm. put a lens on it and get those testimonials from people. But there's a lot. I had a lot of different emotions about this whole R. Kelly. Where does it end? Like, well, oh, oh, go. Well, yeah, no, I, I did. I mean, you know, it's um. Especially okay. as a father of a daughter. But just, yeah, yeah. And not even a father of a daughter, just as a good a human person, being. whatever, right? <laughs> but still got a little girl. Okay, so take it back. Shit. Take it back to the 90s, right? <laughs> we go back to the 90s. Yes. Right? You might even have heard rumors. You might not have heard rumors if he was, in, you know, from our era, so to speak. But. Real quick, rest well to my baby girl. She would have turned 40 today. Aaliyah, I love and miss you. All right, go ahead. But, um, you know, technology is way different today. So back then, a lot of stuff just would have been rumor, hearsay. Yeah. You know, you couldn't really verify that information. Today, you can verify the information. People might record something. You can Google stuff. You can find it. You can search it. Whatever. You can see that oh, this dude really is into young girls. He really did marry so and so. You know what I mean? And you know, whatever. So back then, it was easier to kind of like um, hear these allegations because that's all they would have been at the time, and to go to disregard him. Go, nah, I don't believe it. It's just hearsay. Just people just hating on R. Kelly. You know, he's famous, whatever, whatever, whatever. Something might be going on between him and Aaliyah. I don't know. Is something really going on? Is it just a marketing ploy? You know what I mean? Whatever. You wouldn't know. So that was in the 90s. And then and later on, what was it, like 2000, 2001, the P tape comes out. And everybody goes to see the P tape. Not because they're in watching grown men pee on teenage girls, although some But they are, couldn't believe it. But you had to find out for yourself. Yes. You know, I saw. You know, you had to find out. Is that really bootleg era, baby? Right, right, right. Bootleg it's era. Like VHS or something like that. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's like it was is all that through really the hood. R. Kelly. So Super five. Right. So you see that, and then at this point in time, you have to make a decision: Am I still going to be an R. Kelly supporter? You know what I mean? Like this guy's crazy. Like even though later on they go to trial, and the girl and the girl's family deny that that's her on the tape, and R. Kelly, I guess, says that that's not him on the tape. So everything gets they got paid off, off, whatever. If you see the tape, you're like, yo, that's him. Like you know, yeah, it's fucking crazy. And then now with this documentary, some of the things that it brought back to my attention, and maybe I wasn't aware at the time, maybe I just forgot, but there were other cases, something that came up in Florida in like 2008 or something like that, mm -hmm. that got thrown out or dismissed or whatever, whatever, what have you. And then as of recently, the thing that really brought it back to the spotlight was those women in that house in Atlanta. That was what, like last year or something like that, mm -hmm. that, that story started breaking. So, you know, you, you saw that woman like, getting her daughter back. You right. know what I'm saying? And, like, and, crazy. And there's so many, there's, there's all these different like levels to it. And, you know, you've got all these people around him who enabled that behavior. And now some people were just trying to solely put it on men, like saying it was men's fault that R. Kelly was doing this. Nobody was protecting these girls, this, that, and the other, what have you. And as a father, as a parent, I could tell you for one thing, I know for sure, there is no way that in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2013, 2014, I could have been okay with my teenage daughter working with R. Kelly at knowing all. what I know. Now, granted, the man has made hits after all Who of cares? his court <laughs> But knowing what I know, there's no way I'm allowing you to work with this guy. It's not going to happen. So how do these parents sit back and allow themselves to do it? Like, you, you know, you're crazy and you're naive to think that it can't happen to your daughter. Mm -hmm. First off, 
she wasn't even around when all the stuff was really popping. She wasn't really old enough to remember it. So she's probably just a little starstruck. Doesn't really know the truth. Of course, about right, 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 right. I mean, so as a parent, it's your job to protect them in that regard. And that's mom and dad, grandma, grandpa, everybody. You know, no, there's no way you work in with R. Kelly. You know, it just can't happen. But these parents, okay, it maybe for their own reasons. Obviously, some greed. You see an opportunity for your talented child to become famous. And you think that it's you not going to happen way, to me, this guy. You, you, you start trying to think, you, you're trying to be optimistic about everything. <laughs> so you think that this guy is done, he's going to change his ways. Can't but there are certain crimes where it's like, even if a person may have changed their ways, you know, for like pedophilia and underage sex and all that stuff, just to play it safe, you know, you keep you, you, keep you and yours away from that. You know, I mean, that's not something you want to risk for exactly. any opportunity. It's just not worth it because you want to destroy a child's life, a young woman's life, which is what we've seen in the documentary right. you know what i mean so you, you can't just solely blame men for that and also at the same time a lot of people have enabled this behavior and not just the people around him in his immediate circle not just the management not just the uh um, the label representatives and all those other people but them too in the studio but them too yeah. but also his fan base there are people sure. who still came out and supported the man and she came to his shows and his tours and all that man, stuff. let me have a show tomorrow Oh, no, it's not popping now. Look, I mean, it's not popping. No, I'm being honest. They shut it down. It's different. It's different. It has changed from that now. That's why he is doing shows overseas talking about, do you have your passport? Do you have your shots? So people still you know came out and they still supported him, <laughs> knowing what he was up to. And the thing is, is and I, I brought this up um, on an episode a couple of weeks back when I heard that um, I Admit song. I don't know if you remember what I mentioned. I was like, it's like 15, 20 minutes long. We never listened to it because that was enough. Anytime right. you're putting out a record, nigga talking about I Admit. And I'm not a big yeah. R. Kelly fan based on his history, but I'm like, I, I, I was curious. It's smart. Yeah. I couldn't front. I was like, Yo, what's he admitting to? Is he mm -hmm. really coming clean? And I told you, like, the man is a musical genius. It's 15, 20 minutes, and it's the way he talks. He can just make you listen. It, it doesn't matter. You know, he's right. got that talent. But at the same time, you know, he's done these deeds in the past, and it's just like right, crazy. So. No, but he dance in the name of love or step in the name of right, love. Right. I, bet, I bet it played in my wedding. No, I bet it's okay. okay. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean? And it's not like I was sitting there, I don't recall really going through the plays. You get a DJ, you say, oh, yeah, yeah, but this, you this, would, that's and, you and flowed and did what it did, needed yeah. to do. But that's the point. Like, the man makes such good music that people are willing to turn a blind eye, willing to just I, disregard. I don't think so anymore. And, and would you say that right now because hating R. Kelly is the popular thing no, to do? No, it's right not a hate. Because not. you knew all the stuff that you know about R. Kelly right now back then. You can say, I didn't know about all those girls in Atlanta, right? I didn't know it was still recent. I didn't know about those girls in 2008. But how come you know just knowing about Aaliyah right. in 2000, or, or the, knowing about the girl in 2000 that he peed on, and knowing about Aaliyah in the 90s, how come that wasn't enough? Right. Because I was 20 so well, yeah. now. I, I, mean, I knew about I, those two. I can be honest. Now. I can answer that. Uh, back then, back then, right. I was a teenager, yeah. and I was a young twenty-year-old. Right. So I didn't care. It was about the music. But uh, as you became older, you could still reflect on back then and go, you know what? Back when I was a teenager and a young twenty-something, I didn't care. But now, as an adult, those two events are more than enough. And, and then, say, I'm done with this. And, that, and I'm not even gonna hold you. I wouldn't have said I was done with him off of those two events. I was. Many people tell you, did. Many people did. I'm the type of person that listen, man. I don't judge. I'm trying to make sure everybody deserves in life to, you know, have their mistakes and try to grow from them. So my thought was that, like I said, after the trial, I thought 
the man actually was trying to better himself and actually tried to learn from the bullshit he was doing. But if anything... Because you're not in the loop, right? And most of us weren't. Not in the loop, but not only that, but to after seeing the documentary and seeing the, the timeline of the events, if anything, he felt like Teflon Don. Like, he, he basically... Because he beat the case, and he said, basically... Yeah, not just beating the cases, but still making hit music. You right. can't have hit music without the people supporting it. But he comes out, and this is what I'm saying. What he tries to do now, you got to peep his angle. What he tries to do is, and he had been successful for so long, that's why his head got so big with this. That's why the I Admit even came out. He's so used to having some scandal, and then he come out with some wild song halfway telling on himself, but the people love it. And then they forget about right, it. Right, this shit and that's be been, and that's and that's been the formula since the nineties. Like you know what I'm saying? Because like even when they was talking about it, when the peace stuff first came out, that's when "Step in the Name of Love" came out, and that John just wrote it out, and that trial got pushed back five years or whatever, whatever like that, and that's how it went. But now it's not working. The formula finally isn't working. Too much out, you know what I'm saying? Like people are boycotting your shows here in America. People ain't buying your music no more in America. All right. Oh, actually, no. I heard sales went up at that first streams week. Went streams up, right. went up. People wanted to go back and revisit the old music and to see if they were missing some yeah. uh, some messages <laughs> some about him sleeping with underage girls or something like that. So you go That's back and revisit Twelve Play because of the Twelve in it. Is it about a twelve year old girl? You don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Well, how old is the woman he's trying to bump and grind? <laughs> you know, you go back to try to see if there's little. You go back to check the nuances and the exactly. music to see exactly. what you put in there that you might have missed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But now, his label stopped. They're not pushing out his music. Like, he had a whole new, another album ready to come out. He ready to bring his, his new music out. And they halted it right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, the climate ain't right for it. No. But there's just so many facets to this thing. And, like, you know, as far as the young girls getting manipulated by him, I get that. You know, you're a young girl who's a superstar. I, I, I can understand you being manipulated. But some of those women, I do not feel sorry for. Because he actually had a couple, like, 20s. He had a chick in the 30s, a chick, like, over 25 or something like that. Like, and, and they, they were you knew. Dungeon recipients, too. They, they fell over the brain, like, yeah. You knew about the man in this history. And there was one woman who you now knew because not only was she in her 30s, but she worked in radio. <laughs> so how do you become a victim? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like that's a choice. Like, you are a grown woman, and you know this man loves... To, he sleeps with underage girls. Right. Obviously, he's some kind of womanizer, a manipulator. What are you doing? Shacking I don't know what R. Kelly is Because I don't even this thing is womanizer. Or you're out there trying to get a check. Freaked out is what R. Kelly is. Because look, man, he took uh, uh, one of the girls, one of the young girls. She was gorgeous. And like a gorgeous female. Turned her and he boy. turned her into a butch-looking jumper. So, what is that about, though? Like, no, Literally. Beautiful, man. Her hair, flow, face, everything. Mm-hmm. Cut her all her hair off, had one of them little nappy froze or whatever. She went from rocking the long hair, being a female. She got, like, you know, fitteds and snapbacks on, take down her nipples and did all this, that, and the third. Wearing nothing but went from dresses and girlies gear to wearing jeans and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. And that's what you was on. Because you liked that. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? You wanted her to be on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Prime example, like we in here right now, we'll just do this and you're not that Mustafa, but we'll say Mustafa's R. Kelly. We'll say this is a studio session. All right. Imaginary chicks in here right now. All right. Me and Tyree just came in here. All right. 
Me and Tyree, we have manners. We're going to say, what's up, R? And we're going to say, how you doing, young ladies? If them chicks look at us or speak to us, them bitches ain't eating for three days. <laughs> Maybe four. All right. Real rap. That's the type of time he was on. Like, nigga, no. You don't look at another nigga. You don't speak to another nigga unless I give you permission. Listen, big ass house. Yeah. Big mansion. Control. It's seven women in there. They can't communicate with each other. They can't talk to each other. They all in their own room. And listen, if you want to use the bathroom or eat or anything like that, you don't come out. You can't just go to the refrigerator. Nigga, you got to you gotta make a noise mm. and let this nigga know that you're ready to eat or you want to go to the bathroom or something. And he may answer and let you do it, and he may not. Nigga had buckets in the room for him to go to the bathroom. Like, duh, what are you on? So let me ask you this. <laughs> you know, I, I don't even know if they covered this in the docuseries. <laughs> if any of these women at some point said, F this, I want to go. They did. And that's the thing. And they were able to go? Yes, he had a psychological hold on these women. Right, right, right. Wasn't really okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was some physical abuse. Right. But there were women who said, I yeah, had enough and I left. Yeah. Women would go out. He would send girls out to go and try to recruit other girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, at, you had opportunities to be yeah. out mm -hmm. if you wanted to. But he had that mind control, man. This right. nigga was deep in the pimp game like on these iceberg. It was like, yeah. it was like, yeah. it was like, yo, he really had him. Because it it's crazy. But you know, it is what it is with that R. Kelly thing, you know, and that's that's crazy. But like I said, there's if they got Bill Cosby now, see, and that's the that's the other thing what people said too. Bill doing time because um, some of the Caucasian women was involved in what he had going on, and he doing time at eighty plus. R. Kelly been tormenting black women since the nineties. All right. And ain't spent a day in jail. Like, you know what I'm saying, over this shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's where a lot of the black women are coming out saying, like, you know, and, and it's true. Black women aren't viewed, you know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate that they're viewed like they ain't shit. And they are the crown jewel of everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's, now, I'm glad, that's I'm where glad it's you brought up. that up. Now, see, because th that touches on some other issues I have with this whole R. Kelly thing. Um, yeah, black women definitely are, like, the worst treated people in the country. No doubt. No doubt. People try to say, you know, um, if it was white women or white girls, would R. Kelly have been able to get away with it as long as he, as he has? That nigga would have been booked in 94. Nah. nah. It's all about, as far as I'm concerned, it's about how valuable you are to the powers that be. Your record label, music, uh, Hollywood, whatever it is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. sure. Because you mentioned Bill Cosby. And now if you believe everything they say about Bill Cosby, he's been drugging and raping white women since the 60s. And he just got put away today. Right? That's a lot of decades. That's a lot of decades of taking advantage of white women yeah, and people right. knew about yes. it. Right? Yes. But and they had to let him get away with it because he was America's dad, because of the Cosby show. Because of before that picture page and I spy, spy yeah, yeah, yeah. because he was a moneymaker. So race does play a big issue in this country. America was founded on race. Money is also another issue in this no, country. That's the, big, that's the biggest color right there. Money, they will turn a blind eye to a lot of nefarious mm -hmm. things that you will do. No. <laughs> No doubt, but for the record, yes, Weinstein black women has are got abused and mistreated yeah. like no other group of people in this country. But I can't necessarily say if R. Kelly was abusing white little girls if they would have arrested him sooner because he was making all that money for them. So they were willing to let it go. He might have made it through wow. the 90s and made it after the step in the name of love a, a little bit, but I'm, 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 I'm of the thought that I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if it would have been a couple Susie's and a couple Beckys I mean, in that mix. Like, shit, man. 
40 years, 40 plus years. But that, it's a different era. But when you say that about Cosby, we talking about an era where all that type of shit for everybody was scraped under the rug, all right? It wasn't social media and things of that nature yeah, that could bring right. it out more. So with us coming into that era, I'm sorry. And let's be clear, I do get it that Cosby is grown women, for the most part, from here, also yeah, grown, yeah, yeah. teens, grown, late right. teens, I don't but still grown, like 18, 19, I get, I get yeah. there is that difference, but still white women. Mm. This is America, but I, I, I do get that. I just want to make that point up. But I mean, it, well, you know what else I don't like about this too? And I don't know if the media is trying to flip the narrative for some reason or another, but, and I'm not saying that R. Kelly don't need to be punished for what he did because he does. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If if he's guilty, you know, I'm not right. going to be guilty. You know what I mean? You found guilty, whatever. But what I don't like, like is that you can't sit here in this country and try to make the face of uh, misogyny and pedophilia and rape a black face. Oh. You can't, no, no. you can't do that because there are tons of face. white men who need to have documentaries John about Rupa, them. All this Harvey Weinstein, yeah, Matt Lauer. Yeah. All now, these. now, that's my thing. How does Matt Lauer not have some kind of documentary going on or something? R. Kelly's on your radio. No doubt. Puts out a new album every couple years. Otherwise, he's on tour. Unless you're a fan, you're not hearing him. Matt Lauer is in your living room Monday through Friday. Every but to, the, but day, to your point, every week. But to your point, every week. And this don't make it right. With the button on his desk. This don't, don't make it right. Do it. But this is what it comes from. Matt Lauer was groomed under the old school. And this, like I said, when I'm saying don't make it right at all, it's fucked up. But this is what it was. He's groomed under the old school style where these, those type of men were assholes behind the camera and pigs on some freak shit. For decades, he came in getting groomed under cats like Tom Brokaw that was freak-ass boys that have been talking shit to these chicks forever. I mean, you know it what was I'm done in jest, and, you know, I loved it, but, like, there's some truth to Anchorman. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, how they were just subjectified to women and trying yeah. to party, sex, drugs, rock and roll. Exactly. Party. Yeah. That, All that, day that, long. That, that's bro culture. Like, yeah, check out the game. Lauer had a fucking button. Yeah. All right, and on his desk that would lock the door for a chick. All right, you come in. All right, no, you're not. Right, right, right. <laughs> what right. my man say to jump? Now use candy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, come on, dog. And he was groomed. Like I said, that don't make it right. But those his old heads put him on to that shit, and he just continued to trend with it. Same thing with Harvey Weinstein. How the hell did uh, one of the judge sisters, Ashley Judd, just lost her case against Harvey Weinstein? Yeah, I forgot. How the fuck she lose the case? All right, and it's a bunch of these chicks coming out. It's not by coincidence all these chicks is coming out about him. Like you know what I'm saying? They've been on this shit. And They've people knew about Harvey Harvey Weinstein just like they knew about R. Kelly, and a lot of people still work with them. There were always those rumors. He had clauses, dog. He had like contracts yeah. already set up that, like you know what I'm saying? I'm probably gonna feel and find it on you. You're gonna sign this disc disclaimer, and you're gonna be good. You know so what I'm now, saying? so now what you gotta have now what you gotta see is that you, you have everybody who worked with R. Kelly turning on R. Kelly, saying you know that was a bad decision. Right, should have been poor music with him, that type of thing. Now everybody who worked with Harvey Weinstein's got to start saying the same thing. They not, and they have it. Why not though? They, because you gotta be fair. The main color, the, what we talking and about? And I'm not saying people are wrong. For you know, saying that I'm, I regret working with R. Kelly. All I'm saying is, is that now that people have done that, let's be fair across the board and make you're sure not, everybody you're not never, Weinstein. You're not, you're not gonna never get come out and apologize. You're not ever gonna get that because guess what? When we just talked about the race situation, it ain't about black, it ain't about white, 
It ain't a brown brown. It's about green. And that paper controls it all. And if you one of them people that's in that power position, you can play with it how you want to. And then it's like, who apologizes? It's like how... Every actor that's worked with them. Right, so you talk about the actors, but like, I don't know anything about acting. Like, how in touch are you with the producer? Like, maybe they don't even talk to them. Maybe they just work with like the director and the writer and the the people who are... If you're the main actor, the producer puts everything together. Okay, so you're the main actor. If you're like the the, the fourth or fifth actor, like, you know, somebody who just got a a bit part in this role and it's like the role of your life and it's going to platform you to superstar them because you hear that this certain producer's name is attached to the project. He owns the studio that you're working for. I would say just like this. Now, you could, right, but if you're a more notable person, if you're a little more famous, and you've worked with him, I think people expect that from you. Just like with R. Kelly, they expect the artists who work with R. Kelly to speak out and say, hey, that was a bad move. But people don't really res- uh, expect the studio engineer, maybe. Like, for instance, I was just watching the recording the, the session. Hateful Eight. Like, right when the Hateful Eight goes, a Weinstein company comes across. Exactly. Like maybe Quentin Tarantino could come out, but should Sham Jackson? He started, yeah, he could come like, out and like, say, you know what, I should No, Sam like, Jackson not, because like, he ain't privy Stern, to it. He was the, 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 what you mean privy He's to not privy to it. Oh, you talking about... You, you talking about one of the wealthiest actors in Hollywood isn't privy to the behaviors of Harvey Weinstein? How is he privy to it? Get what I'm he's going been on? acting for decades. He knows. He's get, where get, get where I'm going, dog. We can hear rumors about whoever, but if I ain't been around and seen that shit, what you want me to say? All right, so just hold on. This is what I'm saying. When Harvey Weinstein is lining up these women and this, that, and the third, they're coming to him mm-hmm. privately. Mm-hmm. Samuel ain't there. Clinton ain't there. Mm-hmm. None of the motherfuckers is there. No, sleeves. I hear you. And I so what you want you. them to do? This is what I want them to do. I want them to do the same thing that all the musicians had to do with R. Kelly because I'm sure Lady Gaga they was might not have been privy it. to the young girls coming and messing around with R. Kelly. But when she later found out, she had to go back and say, you right, know what, I apologize. So fact, Sam and That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure all, I'm sure everybody who worked with R. Kelly didn't. You know why he's not you know why not going to say that? Because most of the motherfuckers, unfortunately, still have some ties contractually probably under the Weinstein group and what they doing. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's fucked up. They tied in. So better best thing for them to do is to shut the fuck up. And that's messed up. But that's what they can do. Like that's and how I they know, tie and, you and into you know it. What? And I know that's what they will do. I'm just saying I want that equality. I'm, that's all I'm saying. If you know that go, I'm not, you know whatever. I can still say I want it. And you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's all I want. If they got to do it over here for this guy who did X, Y, and Z, so they need to do it over here for the this R. guy. The R. Kelly thing is fresh. The R. Kelly thing is fresh. And Weinstein is fresh. No, but what I'm saying is Weinstein's thing has been out for... The relevations on a major... Well, Weinstein's thing has been out level. for at least a year, I would say. I can't say confidently that 12 months ago people were like, I shouldn't have worked with him. Like We're talking about it now, but... A year ago, maybe there were a rash of people who oh, came yeah, out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, sure I, I'm just, were. I'm not thinking of names right but now. There was but no other. No, it was because you had actors right. like uh, right. Affleck right. and all the boys. And it's like, not like sorry. every artist that worked with R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like, it might be commiserate in terms of how many people Weinstein worked with. Would I don't know. Like, you know, you, you're pointing the finger at people that worked under Weinstein, saying they should step up, they should come out, they should say shit. Maybe they did it a year ago, a year and a half ago, when this whole thing was just sort of like mm-hmm. coming into the big cloud that it's in now. Like, because mm-hmm. he was in the news for the shit. No, there was. Yeah. There was, was, was some people that, there was a lot of actors that had to apologize. 
Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, a lot of them boys right, came right, out right, right. with their apologies and this, that, and the third, because they didn't know this, that, and the third, just to cover their asses, basically. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yes, you can do all that, but at the end of the day, like, yo, if it ain't happening right in front of me, I can hear the rumors all the fuck I want, but I'm here to do a job, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry that that went down for you. You want to you want to go handle that, sis? But I'm not about to say shit. I gotta get this check. And that's what that's the lifestyle we're living in right now. Like and that is kind of messed up because I mean let's be it clear. Is. if you do hear a bunch of rumors about an individual like that from several different people, maybe some of these sources are reliable to people that you trust. Mm-hmm. When do you go, you know what? I haven't seen him sleeping with no young girls, but my man over here told me that he did. That's my man's. But he could tell me all he wants. I got a fifteen million dollar contract. I'm about to do these two movies. I'm or, about to do these or, two fucking movies, dog. So is that something? Or I'm doing this joint album with him, and I'm getting. How is he selling? No, no, no. How is he selling my soul? Because it's not. A, listen, unfortunately, if I didn't see it firsthand, I hear what you said, but that ain't stopping me from eating. Like I still got to feed my fucking family. So as long I, as you ain't happening to me, as long as you don't see it, then it's whatever to you. If I ain't seen it, I ain't coming. To, if I can't, bottom line is this. After I worked with him that one time, let's just say, you know what I'm saying, somebody put me on, I worked with him that one time. Then I'm going to get ready to do another job with him. And then more motherfuckers come on me, then I might start thinking about that shit. Because, you know what I'm saying, more people done came around to me. If one person told me one thing, I can't just go off of that rumor. Ten people uh, tell you before the first, first time shot. you even do what it. What do you do then? I have to have a decision with myself. That's that's what that's what I'm saying. Yes, you do. What, what, what is it? Like what like what, what's the cutoff? How many people do you need right. to tell you? Like, or or how many people that you trust do you? It all need? depends. Right. Your, it all depends where you at. Your lifestyle, man, and your mentality. Because you know, it's like one of them things. Like, all right, I'm not a judge. Like, I'm not here to judge, motherfuckers, man. You no, know what I'm saying? You like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here to do a job. But in doing that job, if I don't feel internally, if I don't feel right with it then I can't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. Like, if it's, if it's one of them things like my main co-star and, like, this bitch came to me and had, like, a breakdown, mm-hmm. like, the whole nine, it's like, damn, like, nah, like, she wanted this act, act a fool like that if this shit mm-hmm. wasn't real, like, then nah, I'm not fucking with it. I'll go mess with another company or it is what it is. Like, you know, I'm not selling my soul. You know what I'm saying? For no shit like that. Nah. Because, you know, uh-uh. The money is... Only, you know, right here, right now. Like, you know, you got to live with certain shit for your life and eternally. So, like, nah, I couldn't do it. But, you know, some people on that cuss, like you said, like the extras or this, that, and the third, that ain't maybe the main character and this, that, and the third. And they just like, all right, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to get my check. But I don't know this shit to be happening. But it don't make it right. And in the event... Harvey Weinstein, is he locked up or is he free now? He's free right now. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this motherfucker gonna be free for a little bit in this discord. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just like you said, they're trying to paint a black man as the poster child for this pedophilia and all this dumb shit. It's not. It's been plenty of people. Now, R. Kelly is fucked up and wrong, like shit, definitely. But there have been plenty before him. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about back in the 80s. Motherfucking Rob Lowe had a sex tape with a little underage fucking girl. And fucking Hollywood been trying to... Yes. Fucking right. And Hollywood been trying to... uh, Back around the times he did that movie, like, what was it called? Sex Lies and Videotapes or some shit. The motherfucker had, like, a 13 or 14-year-old videotape with a a bitch in the bed. He was, like, 21 or some shit like that. The bitch was, like, 14. They won't tell you that. They sweep it under the rug. You know what I'm saying? But when they want to bring up the R. Kelly shit. But R. Kelly... 
in that. Rob Lowe could have made that mistake back when he was young and learned and kept it pushing. You get what right, I'm saying? Right. Which is fine. The problem with R. Kelly is he ain't never learned from this shit. All right? And he keep pushing forward with these young chicks and on this dumb shit. That's why we're at our wit's end with this motherfucker. Gonna you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, he don't give a fuck. And then write a song called I Admit It. Like, he be telling on himself in his music. Like, that's just what I'm saying. Like, when you, it's crazy now at, you know, 30 plus that I had to really analyze a lot of shit. Like, this nigga been telling on himself from trapped in the closet, from all that type shit. Like, nigga's crazy. It's all based on his own personal Exactly, dog. Like, he got a problem, dog. And the thing is, he ain't never been able to put down what we recording on. That camera. This motherfucker stay recording everything. They said the P-tape wasn't even the worst one of them Jones. All right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, it's crazy. Thanks. Mm -mm. I don't even know. That's what happens when you can't read. You just draw pictures and videotape shit. And pee on bitches. Yeah. Can you do this? Right. I could just see him now drawing a picture like a closet, and this is how the whole song. Like, no, ain't no lyrics. Like, you got to do his shit. Right. It's like hieroglyphics. But, uh, whatever, man. His day will come.